0: What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Believe Me with Brandon Lane, Cordell Stewart, and myself, Joe Sorallo. And Believe Me, of course, is brought to you by our sponsors over at BetOnline. Head on over to BetOnline.ag for the latest lines, odds, news, and developments, and use the promo code BELIEVE for your first-time, one-time, 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline will match any deposit between $50 and $1,000, up to 50% with that promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Head over to BetOnline.ag. It's where the games begin. All right, gentlemen, let's dive into another episode of Believe Me. That's the former Pro Bowl quarterback Cordell Stewart. That's the career handicapper, Brandon Lang, and I'm your host, Joe Sorallo. Guys, let's take a look at last week. Cordell, Brandon, you both had great weeks for very different reasons. Brandon, you went four and two. I'll give you the stage to gloat a little bit.
1: Well, it would have been 5-1, and one, but like I told you, we came, to the, we came to the Bengals and the Chiefs. I said, if I go with the Bengals, they don't cover. I go against them, they do cover. So I said, I'll make sure for all Cincinnati fans, they do cover. I said, Mahomes was 26-0 November, December. I never lost a game. They shouldn't have lost the game. It was amazing how they lost the game. But once again, I went against Cincy, and they covered. So I really don't know if you can blame me for a loss in that game. That was more of a non-objective standpoint. But uh, Giants, Niners, Saints, Dallas, I said Dallas win by 100. They almost did win by 100. Although, if you're going to tell me at 21 19, I was a little nervous, I'd say yes. Got up, went to the fridge, went in the back bedroom, came back, and Dallas had scored two touchdowns. Oh, pretty wild, pretty good. I think that's my fourth straight week of four and two. So let's see if we can continue to make people money. But listen, I know somebody's on this show right now, happy as can be that his alma mater is about to take a step in the right direction.
0: Cordell, what's going on in Boulder, baby?
2: Well, first, I like that Cincinnati game and that pitch you gave with the Kansas City Chiefs. I told you he was going to get his first one on the snipe winning this time of year. But back to you. Here we go. Um, dude, I I can't put enough on it uh, with what Regents has done when it came down to the portal and, and, and loosen things up a little bit to allow even normal students to come to the institution, which now affords you an opportunity as the numbers roll in as an Alabama, an LSU, or Notre Dame, when you start winning championships and you start winning, people start coming in, revenue comes into the institution. Football in itself. Now he can go and recruit those four- and five-star kids that we've always had way back when the Bill McCartneys uh, were there. This move with Deion Sanders arguably is, it's almost like having a chance to get prepared for the Super Bowl week, right, in the National Football League. Everyone is anticipating to see what's going to happen. I mean, he's the third highest paid coach in the Pac-12. He is, not arguably, but he is the best recruiter in all of college football because he does one thing different than all the other coaches. They support the program and the tradition of the program. This is about Dion and what he can do and what he's bringing to the program. And so when you have that, from him bringing his own luggage and it's going to be Louie to him bringing kids from Jackson state to create some competition to actually releasing the majority. And if not all of the coaches on the coaching staff to start anew and bring in what he wants to bring in. I mean, the love affair has continued for not just alum and former players, but now the casual fan of Deion Sanders, right? Now everyone now is on the bandwagon. Even Tom Brady had a few great things to say on Instagram. He said, "I'm following where he, everywhere he goes, and you know he's taking care of his son with the NIL, with the Brady brand." So it, it's it's just it just turned it flipped overnight, you know. And and, and for me, you know, we're in this betting world, right? I'm guarantee you six or more wins next season. We could start it right now on this show. <laughs> Believe me, I'm starting six or more wins for the Colorado Buffaloes next season. I don't know where we go from there but I guarantee you six or more just because of what he's trying to do to the culture of Colorado football dating back to the nineties and how coach McCartney did it. It's even better now because social media, it's just, it's just trending. Go ahead. Let's just trend. I
0: I love it. I respect it. I agree with it from one and 11 to bowl eligible next year. I think you can lock it in. So let's start with our games of the week. Brandon giants, Eagles, the giants are undefeated against the spread as home dogs and the Eagles are seven point favorites in this one. Which side are you on?
1: The New York Giants shock the world and win the game. I said last week, Giants plus the points. They got it done. Seven and one against spread as a dog. Three and zero oh is a home dog. Uh, I'm going to say it again. Philadelphia Eagles aren't going 16 and one. Not happening. There's going to be a couple stumbles. Divisional home dogs cashing in at about an 82% clip this year. Give me the G-men plus the points. Buy it up to plus seven. Set back. You're ready to collect.
0: Wow, Cordell, which side are you on, man? I know you love Jalen Hurts out in Philly. Do him and the Eagles go on the road, win this one by seven or more, or do the Giants who keep it close? Who doesn't like Jalen Hurts right now? I know. Uh, I, 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 know I know they're going to. I know they're going
2: to probably uh, maybe get a second win. I don't think this is the week to get it. Right now, over the last three weeks, Saquon Barkley, I think the cowbell of what they do on offense, been averaging two point eight yards per rush over the last three weeks. They lost two and they tied one. So that's that's nothing good. You're putting everything on a quarterback to basically go out and get it done. I, I get this this thing of, you know, Philly's going to fall apart at some point in time. They're going to have a slip-up and thinking this is the week. This team is on such a great roll. I mentioned Dama Kinsu. I think the mixture of all of these players where they know what they're making a run for is going to be – it's going to be – this is a big game for them, right? This is the Giants. The Giants are in the mix too. They have an opportunity to play for something within that division and also getting into the postseason right now. They have an opportunity. I still see this Philadelphia's football team with what they have. I think it's too much for them. I think they only get the win and also they get the spread too.
1: Brah. It was just hold on. It was just two weeks ago that your Eagles almost lost to the Colts. Joey, go ahead, baby.
0: I mean, Brandon, yeah, you're right. The Eagles went on the road. They only beat the Colts by a point. I think they win this game but seven is a lot to lay on the road. The it Eagles is. have not been good on the road. Just one and four against the spread on the road this year. Now, look, the Giants have lost eight of 10 against the Eagles, but they've covered seven of their last 10 against the Eagles. I'm with Brandon. I'm with my Giants on this one. We've got a crazy spread in this next game. The Minnesota Vikings headed to Detroit. The 10-2 and two Minnesota Vikings are two-and-a-half point underdogs at the 5-7 and seven Detroit Lions. Cordell, are the Lions going to beat the Vikings at home in this one? Which side are you on?
2: Crazy part about this is Jared Goff and his offense can put points up. They can put they can get yardage. They can do everything under the sun when it comes down offensively, when it comes down to making things happen. Kirk Cousins, I know my man over here, Beloved. He's not a big fan of him, but I'm right with the Minnesota Vikings, bro. I, I right, think this uh, number right. at two and a half, at this this minus two and a half, it's just enough for them to kick a field goal, for them to win by a touchdown in order to get that win and also beat spread. I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings with this with Kirk Cousins. I think the momentum continues, keeping them under wraps. I think they actually get this dove over
1: that mighty offense that the Lions have.
0: Brandon, can the Lions make it four straight wins?
1: What are these numbers? Three, four, three, four, three. Those are five of the seven Lion losses that could very easily have been wins. So the general public views the Lions as a five and seven football team. The boys in the desert view the Lions as arguably, potentially an eight and four football team and a playoff team. How else do you make sense of the fact that a five and seven football team is favored by two and a half over a team that is 10 and two? They had the Bills beat. They led Miami 14-0. They were about to take a 13-10 lead over Dallas in the fourth quarter when they fumbled. This Detroit Lion team is in the go zone. I just keep going back to Buffalo. They had them beat. The Vikings are living on borrowed time. Take the Lions minus two and a half and trust the boys in the desert that they know what they're doing with this one.
0: You know, under normal circumstances, I'd be inclined to go Minnesota in this one and go with Cordell. The Vikings have covered five of their last seven. They've won six of their last seven. And Look, if they're winning six of their last seven, when they're favored by two and a half, they're probably going to cover should they win this one. But Detroit had them 24-14 week two on the road in the fourth quarter. Detroit, Brandon, to your point, could just as easily be eight and four, dare I say nine and three, I three. as they are five and seven. They're at home where they've been incredible all year. They're also 4-0 against the spread, coming off a straight-up win. B-Lang, make it twice in a row. I'm with you. I'm with the Lions. We've got another divisional matchup, fellas. The Cleveland Browns headed down to Cincy to the jungle to take on Joe Burr and the Bengals. And the Browns, now with Deshaun Watson at quarterback, six-point underdogs. Brandon, which side are you on here?
1: Hardest game on the board to pick here because Joe Burrow's 0-4 against Cleveland. Yeah. The Bengal team that's covered nine in the last ten. So, something has to give. So, I'm going to say it again to all Bengals fans out there who love their Bengals and love our show. I'm going to do you a favor. I was one of the few people in the country that had the Browns on Monday night plus three and a half over the Bengals, and they put a can of whoop ass on them 32 13. They got pressure on Burrow, made him look horrible, and I think they do the same thing here. So, I'll take Cleveland plus the points, which assures the world. That Cincinnati's probably going to win this game by seven. <laughs> I'm going to take Cleveland plus the points.
0: Cordell, which side are you on here? Does Cleveland keep it close, or does Cincinnati win this one by a touchdown or more?
2: I'm going with the home dog. You know, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with Ben Cincinnati. I mean, I just I've just watched what Joe Burrow has done without Jamar Chase, and, and you, you can't question it. You can't doubt it. You've seen what they've done against the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Anytime it's time to get a touchdown score or more, they're capable of doing it with some time on the clock. They're also playing at home. I know the Browns feel like they have their way with it. I don't think that happens because this team, for some reason, has turned it around over the last three to five weeks. It's been a totally different football team compared to what we saw with the struggles early on because they end up losing Jamar Chase and they had to try to figure out. They figured it out. I think they're on a the roll right now. I'm going to stick with the Bengals in this one.
0: Hard to go against that, Cordell. Brandon, I mean, if you if you watch that Cleveland game last week against Houston, Deshaun did not look good. The offense did not look good. They had two touchdowns from defense and special teams. I mean, after seeing what Cincinnati just did against Kansas City, doesn't any part That'll of you think, again. all right, Burrow's going to win his first game against Cleveland, and he's going to mm-hmm. win it big?
1: The man yep. was distracted. There's an old movie that came out called Sharky's Machine with Burt Reynolds and Rachel Ward. She'd never hotter, her. And a politician, because mm. Rachel Ward played a high price prostitute, and the politician thought he had killed her. And he's speaking at a press conference. And every time he looked out in the press conference, he saw Rachel Ward's face. She moved around and he kept seeing and just completely. That was Deshaun Watson last week playing in Houston. He looked around and all these massage therapist faces were in the stands of Houston all over. He yeah. just, he was in the huddle. He's looking at his, his running back and he saw Juliet from Atlanta. And then he, he, he dropped back to pass and looked out to the flat and there's Monica from Connecticut. And it was just everywhere. He looked, he was distracted. I think back in this situation, oh, I don't think it'll be as bad because in my research. I don't think I saw any massage therapists from the Cincinnati area. I think he will be fine. I'm going to go. Through. It's
0: a great point, uh, Brandon, but I'm still with Cordell. I'm with the Bengals <laughs> minus six in this one. They just look too damn good. Right good now. <laughs> and if Brandon's picking against the Bengals, bet your ass I'm picking the Bengals. Gents, Tom Brady. Headed home to the Bay Area for just the second time in his career. He has taken on Brock Purdy and the 49ers. I never thought we'd be talking about Brady versus Purdy, but to make it even crazier, Brady for the first time all season is an underdog in this one. The Niners, three and a half point favorites against Tom Brady and company. Brandon, starting with you, which side are you on?
1: Ugliest game on the board. (laughs) (laughs) Ugly. Mm -hmm. With that being said, you look at Tampa Bay's defense. Some offenses they don't match up with, Kansas City. Some offenses they do match up with. And when the Tampa Bay defense gets a favorable matchup, they are able to dominate. And I think here, facing Brock Purdy with that defense and that scheme, I think they're going to be able to hang around here. I think the Niners win the game, but I think this is going to be a field goal game. I think it comes right down to the wire, and I think you've got to play Tom Brady as an underdog. Right side of the game, Tom Brady plus three and a half.
0: Cordell, which side are you on? You're going with Brady plus the three and a half points, or does San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey, and company win this by four or more?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm going with Brady. Uh, I'm trusting that. I don't think this Purdy thing is – and I get you pull back a little bit, right? The backup – it seems like the backup's game plan is always a little bit better, right? Because they're a little bit more conservative, more conservative. Uh, they have a chance to play complimentary football, great defense, run the ball extremely well. They can run the ball well. They can do a little trickery with Christian McCaffrey come out of the backfield and, and Debo. And and so you, you know, you 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 have to you have to allow yourself to say, okay, this guy over here, number 12, is still pretty good. We just watched what he did this past weekend. It was freaking phenomenal in the last closing minutes against the Saints. We saw it. It was special. I'm going to ride with the special. I'm sticking with special. I'm going with Tom Brady. I think they're going to actually
0: defy it and get it done, baby. First time today, the experts are in agreement. I, I will say, you know, I really love the Dolphins plus the three and a half plus the four last week. San Francisco pulled away late. I don't know, man. San Francisco's covered four out of five. They've won five in a row. Uh, Tom Brady and that Bucks offense, they had nothing for three and a half quarters last week against the Saints. I mean, I'll I'll trust you guys on this one. You're going with the GOAT. He's an underdog. Usually that's that's a recipe for disaster for the other team, but San Fran's playing hot. You cannot say the same for Tampa Bay. How about Monday night football? Speaking of Tom Brady, his old team, Bill Belichick, the Patriots, headed to Arizona to take on the Cardinals, New England, favored by a point and a half, essentially a pick'em. Cordell, who wins this game?
2: I'm going with the Pats. Even though, like you alluded to, they they failed to cover the last two in their what? In their last nine or six and three. Um I just think this Cardinals team, they don't know who they are. Defensively, they're giving up too much. Offensively, they have no rhythm. Um, it just seemed like they're a football team that's out there just playing football that have, you know, just for the sake of contracts, <laughs> for the sake of they have bodies on the roster. But this team in the New England Patriots is playing some pretty good football. They're coming up short in some cases. But I'm going I'm to go with this crew right here in the, Patrick, uh, the uh, Patriots and, and, and Coach Belichick. And I think he actually calls and creates even more problems for this Cardinals offense when it comes down to trying to what they're trying to do. I'm going with the Pats, baby. Plain and simple, I'm going with the Pats.
0: Brent, you guys are going to agree for the second time in a row, or are you on yes, the Cardinals are. as a home dog? Not at all. Mac Jones might be
1: the second coming of Matt Castle. I think it's over for our boy. I think he will be back, offensive coordinator for Nick Saban in Alabama. I think the New England Patriots are done. Watching them in that defense get absolutely shredded by Minnesota. Their defense played a little better at home, but offensively they were god awful at home against Buffalo last week. Now you're asking them to go out to the desert and find it against a desperate Arizona team. I'm sorry. Sometimes when you handicap these games, you come to a, to to a crossroads of advantage of quarterback kyler murray mac jones all will lose with kyler murray and a near pick him simple as that i'm not gonna sit there and watch mac jones struggle against anybody on the road i just can't do it new new england just to me i can't i can't root for them i can't root for the man in the hoodie i just can't i can't root for him and his his 82 year old smirk i just can't do it i'm gonna Ooh. take take the small home dog sounds it's personal
0: great. For, for as much as Kyler Murray is a better quarterback than Mac Jones, Bill Belichick is even more of a better head coach than Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, you're on the opposite side. You've got the be- way better head coach in New England, the way better quarterback in Arizona. New England is working with 11 days off between games. They're going from Thursday night to Monday night to Cordell's point. They've covered six out of their last nine. I just, you know, when you give Bill 11 days to scheme, for an offense that I don't think Cliff Kingsbury knows how to use his star quarterback. Don't forget, everyone was anointing Kingsbury the next McVay, the next Shanahan, when they hired him three and a half years hey, ago. Well, at home in those three and a I half remember. years, he is 12 and 18 against the spread. I'm with hey, Cordell. I'm with the Patriots in this one.
1: Hey, he played on Thanksgiving and lost by to Minnesota. He had 11 days to get ready for Buffalo. Seven. He, it was Thursday night. Back to back Thursday games. Okay, so seven days. I still think he
0: wears an adult diaper here and urinates on himself. I'm going with the this. Uh, I love it. How about the game of the week, gents? The Miami dolphins headed coming out to LA coming out to visit me, take on the chargers. And they are a three point road favorite. It's a battle of the 2020 draft class to a tag of Justin Herbert Cordell in this battle of quarterbacks. Who do you like?
2: I tell you what, even though this offense is really explosive with the, with the pieces that he has on the outside Tua that is, um, they hadn't been able to get much done on the road. Okay. And, and by get what I mean by that is they haven't won by much. I think they won by no more than four points on the road. Um, this is a must-win for them because this is a conference, this is a conference play right here. If they get an opportunity to get this win, and you get it under your belt, this puts them in a good position in the AFC. Um, even though I like the Chargers, I think they're good. Herbert, I think they've done well. They've done some really good stuff, not as consistent as I would like to see them. I'm going for two just for just for moral victory purposes. They say this dude could not get it done, and he's been playing lights out football ever since he came back from his injury that he had, I think, what it was, week one uh, against Buffalo or even against Cincinnati when he played against them too as well. So he, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. I like them on the road. They finally get one done by more than four points. I'm going with the Dolphins.
0: Brandon, another home dog for you? I
1: sat right here on the show last week and said, pressure equals problems. I said, you let it go drag you in the champagne room. As soon as you walk into a strip bar, pressure equals problems. San Francisco 49ers got pressure on Tua. That equal problems. Now you're asking them to cover a three number on the road with a defense that really can't get stopped. First of all, for all you betters out there, bet the over in this game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. But with that being said, I think Chargers at home getting three and a half, again, what I feel is probably going to be a field goal game. Take the dog, get to three and a half, the Chargers will fight in this. I think Herbert's a good matchup. Keenan Allen on the outside. Waddle and Tyreek Hill get all the pub here. But she wants the Chargers fight in this game. Give me the home dog plus three and a half.
0: I think Herbert's <clears> going to play hungry in this one. All of a sudden, all the people who were saying, Herbert's this, Herbert's that, now they're backtracking a bit and saying, well, what's this guy done in the NFL? He's going up against Tua, who's finally having his breakout year. Brandon, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think this game is going to fall right on that three-point number. It might very well be a push, but I'm going to take my chance with the home dog. Over the away by the, favorite. Half. by the half, always, always, man. Kay. All right, guys, we've reached that point in the show. It's always my favorite point in the show. I want both of you to surprise me. Give me a game that wasn't on our board today that you absolutely love this weekend. Brandon, we'll start with you.
1: Well, it's a game that's on the board, but it's a stat that will surprise you. Okay. In their last 18 home games, let me say it again. In their last 18 home games, the New York Giants have gone under the posted total, 17 of those 18 games. My goodness. The bonus over under is Army-Navy on Saturday have gone under the posted total in 15 straight games. 15 straight years, those two guys have played under Let's make it 16 straight years, and let's put the Giants to 18 of 19 unders. Two unders for you. You're ready to rock and roll. A 2-0 sweep from your boy, B-Lang.
0: I love it. Cordell, what about you? I have a feeling I know where you're going with this one, but what's your bonus game of the week? Maybe you can really surprise me on this one.
1: Where do you think I'm going,
2: baby? I, you know what? It, it, I know it's the game of the week, but this situation in Colorado is beyond uh, me. I, 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 I'm just sorry. You know, it, it's it's so far out there to the point where it supersedes anything that happens in the National Football League this year. Again, as I said when we started this show, my bet, and I'm, joining, I'm going to do it right now on this show, is that Colorado gives you six to seven or more wins and put them in position to not just play in the playoffs or have a bowl game, if you will, but to play in the playoffs and have a chance to play for something special. Probably winning the Pac-12 next season. That's what I'm putting down on the table right now as of what's today's date, guys? Give me the What's the 7th? It's the December day of 7th? Decem- December 8th. Eight. December 8th? That's where I'm going with this right now. I'm going past all the games this week. I think we talked about that enough. P-Love, he's the best at it. Joe, you follow up really well. We're talking about the Colorado Buffaloes because that's what it's about right now. Even on a Sunday, it's about Colorado. Even on a Monday and Monday night, football is about Colorado.
0: Let's go. Cordell, since you're, since you're all in love with your alma mater on today's show, yes or no question, real quick before we wrap it up, Dion calls you tomorrow and says, Cordell, I want you to come coach my quarterback. Are you taking that job?
2: What? I'm going yesterday. If he calls <laughs> me tomorrow, I'm going yesterday. You hear me? That's I love it. That's my guy, man. And he's doing a great job. And yes, I'm out of here. I'm sorry, guys. But we still do our show. Go
0: All right. Here. Fair enough. Fair enough. I love it. That's it for another episode of Believe Me. For Cordell Stewart, for Brandon Lang, I'm Joe Sorallo. We'll see you next week.